Listener Production. Wall Street rebounds on the back of a rally in tech shares. And Australian investors looking ahead to a more positive start to trade. I'm Ryan. I'm Craig. It's Tuesday, January the 9th, 2024. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Craig, we started the week strongly in the United States. Yes, uh, technology back in favour, and it's uh, a thing called buy the dips. Now, a lot of our listeners wouldn't know the terminology, you know, sort of buy the dips, but effectively, you know, sort of when um, stocks have been sold down too much, investors look around and look for bargains. And uh, technology is seen to be the one that um, people, you know, sort of much more, you know, sort of inclined to buy. Yes, we did see a big dip in technology sector shares last week. They were down 4%, the S&P 500. And we did see for the tech-heavy NASDAQ Composite Index, it posted its worst weekly performance since September last week, falling by 3.3%. So as Craig mentioned, we have seen a big rebound today in mega-cap technology shares. We have seen NVIDIA jump 5% to an all-time high after announcing new products to help personal computer industry lure consumers with artificial intelligence personal computers. And that has seen chip rival advanced micro devices gained 5.7%. We've also seen mega caps like Amazon.com and Alphabet each gain around 2%, while Apple climbed 1.8% after saying its Vision Pro mixed reality device will be available for sale from February the 2nd in the United States. Not such good news for for Boeing shares, though. Boeing shares down the order of 6% today. The Federal Aviation Administration has grounded dozens of uh, Boeing 767 MAX 9 aircraft. It follows uh, an incident on an Alaska Airlines flight where the window blew out. Now, I don't know about you, but that would be a degree of concern for me. It'd be a bit disconcerting, wouldn't it? And certainly that weighed on the Dow Jones Index. So with a bit less than two hours left of trade on Wall Street. We've got the Dow Jones currently up by 33 points or 0.1%, but it's lagging the S&P 500 index, which has a bigger technology composition, which is up by 0.9%. And the technology-focused NASDAQ Composite Index is up by 251 points or 1.7%, surging ahead. We also saw American Airlines saw 7% after Morgan Stanley upgraded the shares to overweight from equal weight ahead of its upcoming investor day. It's amongst the strongest performers on the S&P 500 today. However, on the flip side, we've seen energy shares slump about 2% as crude oil prices sank. We've got Chevron down 1.4%. We'll talk about the slump in oil prices in a minute, Craig. If we look at Europe overnight, we have seen Europe rebound as well from its worst week in some time. And we did see technology at 1.2% there, snapping a six-day mm. losing streak. The retail index gained 1.3%, logging its first gain in seven sessions. But of course, energy shares were down 2.7% and Shell lost 3.1% after the old giant flagged an impairment charge of up to 4.5 billion US dollars for the fourth quarter. So some variable outcomes there, Craig, but what we did see was the FTSE Euro First 300 index up 0.3%. In Germany, the DAX index was also higher. It lifted by 0.7%. And we did see in London, the UK FTSE 100 index up just 0.1%. Yeah, there's some positive economic news out of Germany as well. Exports in the latest month of November up by 3.7%, well ahead of forecast. And imports up in the order of 1.9%. Uh, people have been calling you sort of Germany, you know, sort of the, the sad sack you know, sort of, of, of Europe. But um, people have had to reassess that uh, view overnight with the um, more positive data. And if we turn our attention to commodities markets, Craig, that's where the action was Mm. overnight, particularly in the energy space. So 
as it stands, we've got the US all NYMEX price currently down by 4.2% to 70.72 US dollars a barrel. It fell as much as 5% during the trading session. The Brent crude oil price is down 3.5% to 76.02 US dollars a barrel. What's behind the fall, Craig? Saudi Arabia. It's cut the uh, the price of its uh, flagship Arab light crude by $2 to um, Asia uh, to a 27-month uh, low. And um, it's also cut uh, some of its prices of its products to Northwest Europe as well. Uh, what we're seeing at the moment is that this has really added to doubts around the strength of demand in the global oil market at the moment. And that's despite the fact we have seen contracts climb about 2% in the first week of 2024 as geopolitical risks in the Middle East intensified after attacks by Yemen's Houthis on ships in the Red Sea last week. So that has really impacted energy markets today. We could expect to see those energy producers in Mm. Australia under pressure today. We did see them actually perform reasonably well yesterday, didn't we, Craig? Yes, we did. And uh, particularly in the uranium uh, segment yesterday, yesterday uh, Boss Energy up 8.5%, Australian Trade and Paladin, uh, UK government's trying to move away from uh, sourcing uranium out of um, uh, Russia to other parts of the world. And it's been positive in terms of the uranium uh, price. Um, but uh, the lower oil prices certainly putting downward pressure on the US 10-year yields down four points to around about 4% at the moment. Yes, you make a good point. We didn't really talk about the US Treasury market earlier, and the 10-year US Treasury yield is down five points to 3.99%. Mm. The two-year is currently down about five basis points as well to 4.34%. The big news overnight in the United States was really around the inflation expectations information that we got from the New York Federal Reserve. So what we saw there, Craig, is that consumer inflation expectations for the year ahead fell from 3.4% in November to 3% in December. That's the lowest level since January 2021. What was behind that? A degree of confidence that the US Federal Reserve is actually winning the war against inflation. If you look at the the outlook uh, for inflation over a three-year period, it was down from 3% to 2.6%, and a five-year period down from 2.7% to 2.5%. Uh, the other thing that occurred overnight, used car prices. Um, you've missed your chance to be able to sell out your used car, it appears. Uh, used car prices in the United States were down by 7% year on year. And we saw Fed funds, futures traders pricing in Fed rate cuts beginning in March, though the odds of a move that soon have fallen. Traders now see a 66% chance of a March rate reduction, down from 89% a week ago. Uh, Particularly, we saw strong jobs data, but weak services activity. But the inflation expectations data brought good news for monetary policy with with inflation falling across all horizons. We saw food down by 0.3 percentage points to 5% and rent down 0.7 percentage points to 7.1%. So trending in the right direction there, Craig, and we have seen a bit of a rally on US Treasury markets on the back of that. We've also seen a little bit of weakness in the US dollar as well overnight. It has fallen just a tad, down 0.2%. But of course, the Aussie dollar on the back of that has strengthened. The Aussie dollar has lifted from 66.77 US cents to 67.20 US cents and is currently trading near 67.15 US cents. In Australia today, Craig, we've got some economic data released for the beginning of the year. Retail spending for November's out, along with building approvals, and we get an update on weekly consumer confidence and shares of Premier Investments Tradex dividend. What's your read on retail trade for the month of November? Black Friday sales, they appeared to go well, according to the anecdotes. So the expectation from economists is a 1.2% rise in retail uh, trade 
in the month of November. Building approvals, but the expectation is down 2%. Consensus is for a lift of about 1.2% for retail trade mm. in November. Financial services company Square's data showed a 29% increase in transactions between Black Friday on November the 24th and December the 31st ahead of those Boxing Day sales, or at least that may have included a few compared with a year ago. So Australians really are cashing in on the loyalty points at the moment and they're waiting for those sales deals to do their shopping with the cost of living pressures really rising at the moment. With the market today in Australia, we've got SPY futures up by 70 points or 0.9%. So that indicates a strong start to the day in Australia. But of course, look out for the commodity complex with energy prices down 4%. That could be a little bit of a weight on the market. We've got iron ore futures down 0.4% to 140.87 US dollars a tonne. That's the third consecutive session where we've seen iron ore futures down. And the gold price came under pressure as well, down 0.8% to 20, 33.50 US dollars an ounce. So the commodity space doesn't look very supportive for the market today, but of course the lead-in from the US has been strong. Uh, we've had you know, sort of four consecutive days for the Australian share market. So buy the dip maybe you know, sort of on the cards for the Australian market also. Absolutely. Thanks for your time, Craig. Have a great day, everyone. And thanks for listening to the Comsec Market Update. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.